Let's talk about the murder of Andre Hill. Let's also discuss Evelyn Ford winning the Test Schools Award for Head Teacher of the Year 2020. What about Sir Lewis Hamilton finally being honoured? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's Podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's Podcast today. Welcome. Remember that the best relationship is one which your love for each other exceeds your need for each other. The Dalai Lama. So, let me start off by saying Happy New Year to everybody. By the time you're hearing this, we will be into the new year. Um... Yeah, I hope I hope it turns out to be all you expected um, and the things you weren't able to achieve last year, hopefully they will get done this year. But if you're here, you're winning already in my book. So, I think the Queen's been listening to me. I don't know. I don't know. She could be listening to the podcast. I've been championing Lewis Hamilton and his need for this knighthood and he has now officially... Sir Lewis Hamilton. So um, I'm so happy. I mean, it's long overdue. Um, I don't think I was the only one that was championing him for that, to be fair. Um, but yeah, so we, he's now um, been knighted. So yeah, hats off to him. Hats off to him. And um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be interesting to see how he, how he leverages that. Um, he's already doing loads already, to be fair. I don't think he, he's going to end up doing anything that he wouldn't have already ordinarily done um but he is um sir lewis hamilton so yeah I, I look forward to watching his journey um so someone from my past sadly passed away um in regards to um growing up in the era of you know hip-hop and and things like that um there was a, there was a few groundbreaking movies at the time one being um uh was it breakdancing breakdancing one and uh, sorry, not breakdancing one, breaking, um, and breaking two, and then there was also electric boogaloo. Um, but yeah, they, they uh, so the dancer in there. There was a couple of dancers. There was Turbo, and then there was um, Ozone. So Ozone's real name was um, Adolf um, Quinn Owens, and his um, his street name at the time, his original street name was Shabadoo. But in the film, he played Ozone. But he passed away age sixty five. Um, yeah, like I said, those films, um, Breaking and Breakdancing to Electric Boogaloo, um, they came out in 1984, absolute classics. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch them again in the coming days with the family and relive those memories. But yeah, um, so my thoughts go out to him and his family. I'm not sure what he actually died of. Um, so yeah, but he's definitely some... I mean, if, if you, for younger people, definitely, who, who don't, he probably means nothing to them. Um, in that sense, um, but yeah, if you're, you're into hip hop and that whole the whole culture, it's definitely worth looking back on that because that's where it all started, really. You know, those were the first movies that really depicted hip hop and such. So yeah, especially in the UK. Um, and this week also, I found out about um, a little-known person by the name of Solomon Linda. Um, he died. Um, in 1962, he died um, broke, you know, destitute, etc. But he was the composer of the um, catchy tune um, that is originally called Mabu, um, but we would have known it in the UK and in the US as um, The Lion Sleep Tonight. 
Um, he originally wrote this piece in 1939, um, and it was originally the lyrics were originally written in Zulu as well. Um, but uh, the other, I mean, um, well, it was remade um, by an American, I think they were an American group called The Tokens in 1961, and in the UK um, in 1982, um, a group called Tight Fit also um, uh, remade it as well. So apparently, the Solomon Linda and his family never ever got paid for that um, for that work. So I think it's still going through the courts at the moment. And there's been a documentary on Netflix um, since last year. I, like I said, I, I didn't even realise till this week. Um, so I'll be watching. I haven't watched it yet. It's called um, what's it called? Uh, Remastered: The Lion's Share. Um, so it's about the origins of the song and the battle to get fair compensation for. Um, Solomon's family and his descendants. So, so yeah, um, learned about him today. Um, I suppose that that whole story isn't a new story. There's there's been a lot of people that have been robbed um, in the entertainment industry, especially the music industry. So yeah, it'd be interesting to to find out about that, um, how that how that went and, and where that goes. So I'll definitely be looking looking into that documentary um, in the coming weeks. Um, and yes, yeah, so. As well as the new year, um, I mean, a lot's gone on this year, as, as we know, but um, as well as the new year, we're, we're getting into this whole uh, not being part of Europe, you know, um, even though we'll always be part of Europe geographically, but, um, you know, Brexit's happened now, we're not part of Europe, um, and yeah, whatever that brings going forward, I mean, it'll it be interesting to see how it affects our day-to-day moving forward. But I'm sure it will unfold. Um, don't uh, I know people are wishing and probably hoping that we don't have to speak about it anymore, but uh, I can pretty, pretty much guarantee that will be um, the running theme throughout the year um, in some way, shape or form, even though we're not part of um, the European Union anymore. So we'll see how that goes. So, um, the vaccine, so obviously the vaccine, we've got multiple vaccines now. Um, one of the latest things to change is, so between two vaccines, you're supposed to have, um, I think it was 21 days in between. You have the two doses, 21 days in between. But now they've moved that to 12 weeks due to shortages, shortages um, and they are saying that they want more people to have at least the first um, dose, which I think um, is said to um, protect you up to 70%. Um, uh, and then there's been some talk about, you know, maybe giving people uh, one type of vaccine and then having another type of vaccine after. And then there's been talk um, from the um, Public Health England saying um, that it doesn't recommend the mixing of COVID vaccines. So, yeah, a bit of a muddled situation, which definitely doesn't help the cause and whatever's being done and, and feeds into, you know, anybody who's got any scepticism, um, this all definitely just feeds into that a little bit more, wrongly or rightly, but it does feed into that. So, um, so yeah, um, but I have said that mixing is definitely not recommended. So, I mean, what, what I find interesting is, is how many people... Maybe older people. I remember speaking to one of my neighbours who was kind of championing the vaccine, talking about, you know, she can't wait to, to get it. She's an older lady. 
as well. She can't wait to get it and, you know, kind of get on with her life and, you know, looking forward to 2021. And I, I feel a bit bad because I, I, I gave her my understanding of it, which is um, that the vaccine doesn't, you know, stop you catching or transmitting the virus. It is only said to um, reduce the effects if you catch it. Or, or when you catch it, because I really believe everybody's going to catch it. Um, but she, her face kind of dropped, and it was like, no. Um, well, this was her saying to me, she was like, no, this um, is like every other vaccine, where once you've had the vaccine, you can't catch it again. So, you know, I didn't want to, it was just kind of before Christmas, so I didn't really want to go into it too much. So I just kind of said, well, I hope I'm wrong, but maybe go and look into it a bit more. So, um but yeah, that's 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 the reality of it, and that's where we are with it. Who knows where we'll be in the in the coming year, two years, whatever. But that's where we are at this present moment. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and you know, as as usual, and and this is also going to be a running theme, I'm sure, throughout the year. We've had the anti-lockdown um, protesters um, in Hyde Park. Um, yeah, I think it was crowds between 200 and 300 people. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's going to happen, you know, it's, it's, I think that's going to be a consistent part of, 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 of living on this planet, uh, you know, until this is, is no longer, I mean, to be fair, I think even after, I think once all of this is all sorted out and, you know, we, we're on top of this COVID situation, I think we, we would have done as human beings, we would have we done so much protesting and so much going against um, what we're told to do, um, I don't think you're ever going to be able to pull that back. That's just something that we're going to be used to doing. I can't imagine a time where everything's sorted out and people don't feel like they need to protest in, in the same way. So, you know, human beings are, we're creatures of habit. So, you know, we, we're, we've spent a year of doing that. So I can't really see how that's going to stop. But, oh, you know, maybe, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully everything will, yeah, pan out um, in a way that is satisfactory for everybody. Um, but Boris has officially said, um, you know, we're going to be on this tier four lockdown, um, at least until Easter. I think they believe by Easter they would have had enough people vaccinated and, you know, we'd be on an upturn in regards to how we can move around and function. Um, I, I had, you know, I mean, for me, I, this feels like the original lockdown you know, regardless of what numbers or names they put in it, it feels pretty much like the original one, bar a few things. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I don't get caught up in the tier system myself too much. I mean, it is what it is. There's different rules and all that. And I hear people talking about when will this tier thing stop? Is it going to go to five, six, seven, eight, nine? I think the reality is, it is it is what it is i mean it's just about what what they're asking us to do and not do you know and and whether people are willing to follow that or you know whatever they're willing to do so regardless of the name they give it it's about what is being asked to do that's that's what's more important um but hopefully everybody makes the right decision and you know for the greater good of everybody um and and not just themselves whether that is yeah, just I think I think that's just it, really. I think this this past year has been about one of the things has been about thinking about more than just yourself. 
You know, this whole COVID situation has forced us to think about more than just ourselves, even though, you know, most of us will turn around and say, well, I've always thought about more than myself. But this has kind of honed it in a bit more than you was doing before, I feel, you know. Um, so one, one of the things that is really getting people's goats up is the um, schools. Um, you know, the schools are, they, well, they're closing all, all London primary schools are going to remain closed. Um, in the, So schools would have started back on the 5th or the 4th, Monday. Yeah, that'd be the 5th. Um, but yeah, so they're all going to be closed. I think only key workers um children will be going in. Um, obviously, I mean, I think to date, you know, children are not getting ill. You know, young children like under, under 11s are not getting ill, um, which has been consistent from the beginning. But what also has been consistent from the beginning is they're thought to be the trans, you know, the, 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 the younger people, not just that age group, but, you know, young teenagers, young, the young and healthy are the ones who are said to be spreading things. So, so yeah, that's what's happening with the schools. Um, but, you know, as with anything, you know, these things are subject to change. You know, one week is like, as far as change goes, a week's like a year, you know, an old school year. You know, as much can happen in a current week now, um, as much can happen in that space of time as used to, as far as changing and stuff that used to happen in a year back in the day. So we just have to see where that goes, you know. Um, and I think I was talking about, you know, the schools going back around the 18th. But again, who knows? You know, they're talking about doing home learning for kids, you know, the under 11s. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, home learning, you know, we have to do what we can do. Um, I think we do have to be mindful how much time we have the kids looking at screens if we're doing home learning, because obviously people are, some people are working from home and for them to do the home learning, it might be easier just to have the kids in front of a, a screen and stuff, but that comes with its problems as well. Uh, it's, it's just challenging. It's just challenging for anybody with children. They've got to make some um, decisions. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And um, But I think uh, what's happened now is um, the school unions have said that um, teachers now have a right, well, they have a right not to return to the classroom um, due to the spread of COVID. So that's going to um, throw up a few things in the coming days for sure. So we just we just have to kind of play it by ear. But if you've got young children... It is a little bit of a minefield, you know, whether to let your kids go to school or not. Um, and then some people haven't got any choice because they're, you know, their living means that they have to come out of the house, you know, to so there's no one to look after their kids. So, yeah, yeah, it's not easy. A lot of decisions to be made, a lot of decisions to be made. But human beings are resilient. We are resilient. We will get through this, I'm sure, you know, by hook or by crook. might not be in our own time. It might not be the way we want to get for it but we will get for it uh, I've got no doubt about that um so uh yeah I I I in one of the interviews I did recently um I found myself saying something that as I said it I kind of checked myself in my mind so I was talking about hair and I said um the person had good hair and um, but as soon as I said it in my mind it was just like well if that's good hair that means that normal um, black hair is bad hair and it, it grated me it's, it's been grating me you know up until now because obviously I said it and but it just 
made me kind of reflect on the language that we all use. You know, even if you're mindful of it, there's, there's things that we say that automatically um, feed into to a narrative that doesn't really serve us. So, and that, that's one of them, you know, talking about good here, even though it's a compliment um, for the person that you're speaking to. Um, but it does um, put a bad slant on, on, on other people's here, which is wrong, you know. Um, and it brings me back to the time when, um, you know, to get into, there was a time when they used to, they didn't want to say black people weren't allowed in places, for instance. So what they would do, they'd do, they'd do the pencil test. And if they could put the pencil in your hair and the, the pencil wouldn't drop out, um, that would mean you weren't allowed in. The, the pencil would have to go in your hair and be able to drop out. So, yeah, so it kind of feeds in, feeds in, although we're not living in those times now, but it feeds into all of that good hair, bad hair business, you know. Um, and all hair is good, you know. It's growing out of your body at the end of the day. Um, and it continues to grow out of your body pretty much until you're dead. You know, whether it, whether it's, it might stop growing on some men's hair or even some women's hair on the top of your head, but hair continues to grow outside out of your body, whether it's on your arms, your legs, or whatever. So, um, yeah, all hair is good hair, man. All hair is good hair. So, just something I had to check myself with that one. Um, so, unfortunately, um, in the US, uh, another black man has died at the hands of the police. Um, that was like at the end of December, no, yeah, the end of, well, the 22nd of December it happened. Um, and the police have been sacked um, through incompetence. Um, the man's name was um, Andre Hill. He was 47 years, years old um, and it happened in Columbus, Ohio. So, yeah, that's obviously, you know, the heart goes out to the family. Um, and, yeah, the questions have to be asked. I mean, it's... At least, at least they've sacked um, the police for incompetence. Um, that that kind of speaks to them looking like they're about to do the right thing. But just just the fact that it happens anyway, is, and it's still happening. We're going into into the new year with that. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not good. It's not good. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope the family gets justice and and um, and the perpetrators get justice too. Um, I watched a clip um, on a uh, a man named Simon, um, a South African um, veteran um, from the Native Military Corps. I, I again didn't know anything about the Native Military Corps in in South Africa, um, but it was like a just a brief documentary talking. Of, he was talking about he remembers um, segregation in South Africa, um, and they had. There was a, a thing where, like, up, up to eighty thousand um, native volunteered um, to be part of the part of the military. Um, but in those times, um, you know, obviously, South South Africa was under um, white racist rule at that time, um, and black people were not allowed to fight. Um, so they were left to do jobs like um, guard prisoners in places like Italy and you know various places across the globe. Um, but what what really was the real kick in the teeth was um, at the end of them, you know, doing their time um, as as soldiers, um, the white soldiers, um, they were given, when they come back home and they'd retired, they were given homes, given property, and the blacks were given, wait for it, bicycles or boots. I couldn't believe it when I heard that. Bicycles or boots. 
yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously we're not living in those times now, but just to think there's, there's, there's people alive that have suffered such injustice and they were doing, they was out there doing, you know, the right thing, you know, these are soldiers, you know, for all intents and purposes and, you know, bicycles and boots. Yeah, crazy. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. But um, I, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd share that. Um, but yes. So, um, but on this side of the water, it's so it's so empowering, and I'm so glad um, to hear things like um, uh, Evelyn Ford um, winning. She's a black lady um, who who runs a school in Barnet. But it's so nice to hear that she won um, the Times Education. Um, supplement award for head teacher of the year um 2020 um it's basically the uk's oscars of education um and she got that for her decisive leadership and transforming um the school in barnet like i said um yeah so i mean there's only a handful of black uh, female head teachers in 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 the uk um so yeah it's it's just it's just nice to hear things like that in contrast to what I just spoke about. Um, and her thing is, you know, she focuses on um, getting more, encouraging more black leaders um, and people of ethnic minorities into the education system and raising their aspirations, raising, raising their aspirations of pupils and stuff. So, yeah, I, just really apparent here. And, I mean, you know, I've, I've got um, one of my, my eldest son. Um, he's also in the, in the teaching world somewhat. So... Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's nice to hear that it's with one of the things that he does, in fact. Um, but yeah, so it's nice to hear that there's, there, there's a, a, a black woman in place that's really, you know, being looked at by her peers and, and held up high by her peers. And her thing is really about helping her people come up um, within the educational system. So yeah, really powerful. Glad to hear that for sure. Um, and yeah, def- definitely, definitely check out what the, the work she's doing there as well. And obviously, if you're in a school in that borough, that might be a, a school to look at. Yeah? So Evelyn Ford, her name is. Yeah. So um, lockdown. So yeah, like I said, we've gone into this lockdown um, and we're probably going to be getting into this until Easter. As I've said, if not longer, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, we, we, I mean, the good thing about last year, and I think I said it in the last pod is is we've got the experience of that 12 months you know with this pandemic situation so whether you believe it's happening whether you agree with how it's been dealt with or whatever you still experience the world you know um, and you can see what happened um and we you know we're going into a new time um and but we know what to expect if we're if we're reflective if we've really looked at what's happened um we can be under no illusion, you know, as to how things are going to go. There, it's pretty much the template has been has been um, shown to us. Um, although it may change a little bit here and there. So I remember at the beginning, the first lockdown we had, um, you know, people were scrambling because obviously this is the first time we, it was happening to us. So people were scrambling for gym equipment for instance people that used to go to the gym it's like okay where am I going to get weights from and then you'd go to the shops you try and order from the shops the prices have gone up or they've sold out so everybody was you know scrambling for things like that or bicycles and things like that um 
but I think once we came out of the lockdown, um, I feel like people people kind of forgot and maybe thought they forgot how how desperate they were. Once they opened back up the gyms, you know, and you could buy a bicycle, etc. Maybe some people went and bought bits and pieces, but I think a lot of people, a lot of people that I know anyway, just kind of put it to okay, that happened we've got past it and it's not going to happen again. But wisdom, especially retrospectively, was to go and get your bits and pieces because chances are we're going to be getting back into a situation where you're going to want that equipment or whatever. So if you haven't done that already, I think there's a couple of things you can do. I mean, for me, I I like to go out, I ride my bicycle. I mean, I had my bike a while back before then. Um, You know, so I can maintain my fitness regardless. Um, So... Yeah, if you can get a bicycle, that's a good way to maintain your fitness. Obviously, it's a bit cold now, it's a bit wet, so you're going to have to pick and choose um, when you're going to want to do that. But something you can do if it's dry is um, skipping. Skipping is another thing that I do, and it you know it burns a lot of calories, keeps you active, keeps the blood moving. So you know, and it's very cheap, you know. Um, so getting a skipping rope. Um, and if you've got the space in the house, you could do that in the house, but if not in the garden um, and whatnot. Um, but as I said, you can, you know, you skip for five minutes, you know, get it up to 10 minutes, get up to 15 minutes. That's a good workout. If you can skip for 15 minutes nonstop, don't have to be fast, but as long as you're moving um, and if you've got the knees for it as well. Um, but failing that, a brisk, brisk walks, I definitely recommend doing that through this lockdown. I mean, all of these things, these are things that you should do anyway, you know, make them part of your life. But Obviously, through lockdown, when, especially where it's cold and there's not a lot of places to go, you can find yourself in a situation where you're just staying in the house, not doing anything at all, or not doing, a, doing less activity than you really should do to maintain a level of health. So getting out for brisk walks, you know, dressing appropriately. Don't let the weather put you off. If you're, there's, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's just not being dressed appropriately, as far as I'm concerned. So brisk walks are good. Um, if you're fit enough, go for a run. You know, um, do exercise using your body weight, like press-ups, burpees, um, jump tucks, pull-ups. You know, you don't need to have um, weights, resistance and stuff to to do all that stuff. You have got your body weight that you can use. Um, So those are good things to do. Um, Drinking loads of lots of water, you know, eating more natural foods, reduce um, the amount of processed foods you're eating um, and structure your days as well, you know. what I find I find it really helpful is kind of planning, you know, what I'm going to do for the day and kind of planning when I'm going to go out and do breaks. If I'm working from home, um, still trying to get that time outside, you know, get that time outside, walking and moving around because one day can just roll into the next when you're working from home, for sure. So, you know, different things. But I haven't got all the answers. These are just things that work for me. So I thought, let me let me share them with you. Um, but I'm sure you, you, you'll have your own things as well. But all of these things that I do help me to maintain um, a positive mental attitude and, you know, just kind of still being still able to get on with my life and, and do the things that I would have already ordinarily done, but just doing it in a different way. So, yeah, but through the lockdown, you know, we have to keep our spirits up and, and stay active. You know, that's, that's the main thing, staying active, you know, and, and consuming um, stuff that benefits us um, and that means definitely reducing processed foods very easy to comfort eat when you're working from home as well you know when when you're constantly a couple of meters away from the kitchen 
So, um, yeah, these are things to be mindful of. You don't want to go through this year. And I think we've all probably put in a little bit more weight and, you know, a little less fitter just through the whole upheaval of, of, the, of 2020. So going into 2021, let's change some things so we can maintain a, a better level of health. So, um, Storm Bella, we've had to do with Storm Bella over the past days, um, gusts up to 100 uh, miles per hour. Um, yeah, I places, places like Bedford, um, I saw some pictures of Bedford with the gardens flooded out and stuff like that. So, I mean, but we're not even in the, the depths of winter yet, you know, I haven't really seen any frost yet, no snowfall yet. So that's all to come, you know, I'm, I'm a... I'm a man that likes to do gardening, so I do watch the the seasons and stuff. And, you know, as a gardener, you wait for the, the last frost that traditionally comes around April, around that time. It does fluctuate, but um, the fact that we haven't had any real frost yet, all that is still to come. So, and maybe even snow, who knows? Um, but yeah, that but that, that gust, the, the, the 100 mile an hour stuff, you know, it... Um, Obviously, I haven't seen it that bad where I am, but it did blow my, my bins open and, you know, it, 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 made, it caused all of the, the, um, the wrapping paper and stuff to go across one of my neighbour's um, lawn. Um, and, yeah, um, she, she wasn't best pleased um, and, and sent me a letter and asked me to, to come and clean up the mess, um, which I thought was interesting to say the least but I dealt with it I dealt with it nicely and um and yeah um I just I just really had to remind her I listened to her point she in fact she actually cleared it up before I got there to be fair um but I did go out there to to go and do the bit but I listened to her whole point and um and then at the end of her chat I did have to remind her there was a storm last night this isn't anything about um the, the bins not being closed properly or being over full, it was, you know, Storm Bella. Um, and she, you know, she was like, um, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting conversation. But, you know, you've got to live good with your neighbours, so I do try to um, be patient when the, when those sort of things happen. But it, it was funny. It did it did, did make me laugh, ultimately. Um, yes, and, yeah, so a mo- movies, obviously, Christmas... New Year's, you know, I, I kind of spend my, my year, you know, busying myself with multiple things throughout the year. But I'm a person that I love movies. You know, I do. I like movies that, that, that stimulate my mind. Uh, that's my kind of escapism, you know, a good movie. And I like well-written stuff. Um, and, yeah, so I, I kind of lined up a few things for me to watch. And the, a couple of movies I watched, um, family movies, and um, watching with the kids and that. Um, Jingle Jangle um, with Forrest Whitaker. That was a really good movie. It's like a mu- musical um, about an inventor, toy maker. Um, yeah, Geronicus, I think his name was. Geronicus Jangle was his name in it. But yeah, really, really nice, heartwarming film. So I definitely recommend that. Check that movie out um, with the family. Uh, even by yourself, you know, it's, it's just a nice, lighthearted um, uh, musical type thing. Um, but this one, this next movie, Soul, this movie, animated movie, my, my youngest son um, was the one who put me onto this. And I tell you what, this movie, it, it definitely ranks up there as one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, 
you know, it was, it was like I said, it was animated. The Pixar, Pixar, I think, made it um, about a middle age um, school teacher, Joe Gardner, um, who is, he's, I don't want to spoil it, but it's, um, he seeks to reunite his soul with his body after an accidental separation. Um, and, it, and it happened just as he was about to break into a jazz musician gig, which is, was his passion. But he, was, he found it hard getting into that, so he, hence why he was working in a school. Um, but yeah, I won't tell you too much more about it, because um, I don't want to spoil it for you, but a really, really good, another heartfelt movie. Um, really, really good. So definitely, definitely worth checking it out. And, and the, 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 the voices, the voiceovers um, were really good as well. I, I, didn't, I didn't know prior to watching it who were voicing the things, but as I was watching, I was like, hang on a minute, isn't that... And isn't that? And so, yeah. Afterwards, the watching going through the credits was really good. Um, so basically, um, who the, I won't tell you who they play, but I tell you a couple of the voices. So you've got Jamie Fox, you've got Graham Norton, you've got Donnell Donnell um, Rawlins, Questlove, um, Angela Bassett. So yeah, it's um it's a really good movie. Really, really, really. Good. I'm really tempted to tell you about it, but I don't want to spoil it. But um, definitely check that out. So, um, ah, so a, um, a, a eight part, I think it's an eight part series or it might be more than that. That started at Christmas, um, on Netflix, which has got the, 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 the ladies in my, in my, my circles, uh, got their chins wagging for sure. Um, Bridgington, is it Bridgington or Brigerton? Um, so yeah, period drama, um, from Christmas day, um, about, um, I think they describe it as like a Regency-era gossip girl-type movie, uh, or not movie, um, show. Um, I watched one episode. I thought it was all right. I mean, I'm going to go back and, and watch it. I mean, um, some of the guys might might look at it and say, oh, no, that's that's for the girls, but you know what? I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was interesting. Um, but yeah, period drama, you know, you've got black actors in it, you've got white actors in it as well. Um, and it's written by um, it's, uh, Shona Rhimes, um, who is hugely uh, uh, powerful um, executive from the US, a black lady, very powerful over there, and, and she's, she's big in the industry. But she created it. Um, and she also did um, Grey's Anatomy and uh, Scandal. So if you see, I've seen Scandal. So if it, you know, people that know them shows, you, you'll know um, the writing. Is really good in this show. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be the talk of talk of the not the year, but talk of the uh, January at least. I don't know how long it's going on for, but yeah, women seem to love it. Um, so yeah, it's very very interesting. But I'll definitely go back and and, and catch it again. So um, other than that, uh, so books. Um, the book I've been asked to. Um, speak about today is a book called um well-read uh black girl by gloria edim um it's a book um brings together uh original essays from some of america's um, best black women writers um, and shines a light on how important we all are um regardless of gender race religion um ability um and speaks about um, having you know giving us the opportunity to um see ourselves see people like us within literature so it's supposed to be a really really good read so it's called well read black girl 
by Gloria Edom. So definitely one to check out. So yeah, um, you know, the, the 2020 is over. So much has happened. So, so much has happened. This this year is going to be definitely one for the history books. You know, if you, we, we, we're living through this time now, we are part of a real significant part of history, you know, and, and don't we know it, you know, um, but the year hasn't, you know, obviously, meanwhile, the year has had a lot of tragedy, you know, my thoughts and my prayers go out to, to everybody who's lost somebody this year, um, in 2020, rather, um, and, you know, people who've got people hospitalised, my heart goes out to them, I'm just, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, this this week as well, that you know, the past week just gone, we haven't had any, um, you know, no young people dying, you know, through youth violence and stuff like that. That's That's been a plus, you know, a, a nicer way to end the year. Um, but a lot of people have lost a lot of people through the, through the year. And, you know, it's, it's part of life, you know, death is part of life. That's that's one of the things that we're guaranteed um, in this experience on earth. So it's going to happen. But, um, you know, if we can you know, really value our time here and, and do better, you know, for ourselves, do better for others. You know, I just, I just think it makes life, um, it just makes life a lot better, you know. If we, we can look out for each other and, and be supportive of each other and, and not looking for the worst in each other. I find, I find that's something that's happened a lot this year. Um, people just, you know, not, not everybody, you know. Pe- pe- some people have are, are really shone you know, but um, I think it's I think it's brought a lot of people down. So I suppose people will see the negative uh, rather than the, the positive because of how they're feeling generally. Um, but my thing is, I in my world, in my life, you know, the way I see the world, I see the world as a glass half full. You know, that's how I see the experience uh, on earth. Even when things go bad, you know, everyone has their times when when things happen with that are not not in line with them, doesn't make them feel happy and stuff, but I, I tend to snap out of that really quick, you know, and I think that's, that's the thing. This is what I say to my, 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 my children, um, you know, it's all right being upset, it's all right feeling low if something bad happens, but the, the, the quicker you snap out of it and, and get on with whatever it is you're doing, um, the better you're going to feel ultimately, you know, um, and it's, it's the people that where negative stuff happens and they stay in that negative space. So I would say, you know, find your way, regardless of what negativity happens. It's going to happen. It's going to make you feel a way, but you can bring yourself back to the positive, you know, and the quicker you do that, um, the less the negative impacts you, you know, you can keep it moving. And as I always say, there's going to be loads of opportunities. We're in 2021 now, you know, I know we made... We made plans um, at the beginning of 2020 thinking, yeah, we're going into a new decade and all of the things that are going to happen. And, you know, the world showed us, you know, the world had different plans, you know, and a lot of the things we planned to do didn't get done. But then there's things that we didn't get planned, didn't plan to do, and we were able to achieve them. So as far as I'm concerned, every day above ground, you are winning and you've got opportunities you know, so focus on that, focus, focus on the fact that you're still here, and yeah, take those opportunities, grab them, seek them out and grab them with two hands, so thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today, and hopefully you can join me on the next one, until then, 
take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.